uh, this morning, Pastor John started a series called Authentic Faith. So we're doing Authentic Faith for the next three weeks. Uh, and over these next three weeks, we're talking about how faith is important, is an important part of your supernatural lifestyle. And also how we can live a life of faith, even when the promises we feel that we have on the inside of us have not come to pass just yet. And the th third one is how we can strengthen our face, our face muscles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's why I'm moving your face like that. Faith muscles, faith, not face muscles. Faith, how we can strengthen our faith muscles and persist until breakthrough comes. Yes. So that's what we're going to be doing. So I'd just love to pray. Just close your eyes. Thank you, Father, that you're here. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you for the privilege of sharing your word tonight, Father. Lord, I pray that your word is alive and living and powerful. And right now you're speaking into people's hearts that you will reveal to them everything that they need to know tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. My grandfather was a tohunga. Tohunga is, uh, means priest in Māori. Like, so he's from New Zealand. He's a tohunga in a ringatū church. Like that's what it's called, ringatū. Ringa is hand, tū means to stand. So ringatū means upraised hand. So yeah, so he, he, was, uh, he was actually the head of that church. And I lived with my grandparents uh, from the age of six to 10. And I remember people coming around uh, to get prayer and uh, people coming around to pick my grandfather up to go and pray for people. And one night, I remember some, a family coming to pick my grandfather up to pray for one of their family members who worked in the forestry. He was working and a tree fell on him. Yeah, he was in a critical state. Uh, he had severe spinal cord injury and he was paralyzed. Uh, in his legs. He had no movement whatsoever in his legs. And the report was that if he lived, and that was a big if, if he lived, he would never walk again. So it was looking pretty bad. So my grandfather went there uh, and he prayed and God touched him. God touched him and healed him, completely healed his back. He never had an operation. He walked out of that hospital. See, God is a miracle working God. He is, and we can expect that miracles will happen whenever we're in his presence, whenever we are. Whether we're by ourselves, with other people, God is a miracle-working God. You know, at that time, my, my grandfather was a man of great faith. At that time, not, for me, not so much. I, I don't know. I just really didn't understand. So I, didn't, I had very little faith, if any. But I, my faith was probably more in my grandfather's faith. Yes, I had faith in him. <laughs> so I didn't really have any faith at that stage. So I grew up knowing that God was real, but I didn't know for a very long time that I could have a relationship with him. You might be here tonight and you don't have a relationship with God. A little bit later, I'm going to give you an opportunity to invite a God that loves you into your heart. So throughout the Bible, we see uh, that people go through so many trials and situations where things look impossible. And God moves miraculously because of their faith, because they had faith. Elijah, uh, who was a prophet in the Bible, he prayed that it wouldn't rain. And it didn't rain for three and a half years. What? That's nuts, isn't it? Three and a half years. And then, just to top it all off, after the three and a half years, he prayed that it would rain, and it rained. 
That's miraculous. That's, that's like, that's impossible. I mean, do you think like we're going to, yeah, that, you just think that, that just seems so impossible. Lazarus, you may have heard of him in the Bible. Like he died for four days. Yeah, I know. That's funny, isn't it? He would have been smelly as. But anyway, uh, like Lazarus, he, he died and he was in a tomb for four days. And then Jesus spoke him out. He called him out. He said, Lazarus, come out. Because Jesus can bring dead things to life. He can do the impossible. You know, you might have a situation in your life even now that seems impossible. But the Bible says that all things are possible. In Matthew 19, 26, it said, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. We should expect miracles to happen. That's the title of my message, expect miracles to happen. You just get in the habit of expecting miracles to happen. I do. Whenever I'm in the presence of God, miracles are happening, either in me or someone else. I know it. Miracles happen. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is an inner confidence in God and His ability to do what He says. It's a substance that we have on the inside, that we believe that what God says, He is going to do. It's a substance. It's something that's living on the inside of us. Like, I've had lots of things on the inside of me, houses on the inside of me, a substance. They weren't there in the natural, but inside of me, houses. You know, might have things on the inside of you. Like, I've had cars on the inside. I've had people uh, that I'm believing to know Jesus on the inside of me. There's people now on the inside of me that I'm believing. There's a substance in me. I just know it. They're not following Jesus right now, but I know they're going to be. It's a substance. It's on the inside of you. And, you know, it's on the inside of you before it materializes into your physical world. So I want you to think about what's on the inside of you right now. We're in uh, prayer and fasting for 21 days. What is on the inside of you? What are you having faith for? What's on the inside of you? It might be a house. It might be to be debt free. It might be uh, a job. It might be an invention. What is on the inside of you? What is the substance on the inside of you? I mean, I had, I had faith as a substance on the inside of me to uh, clear, to be debt-free from all personal debt. And it was a substance. I got a scripture as well in uh, Romans 13, 8, that says, Owe no one anything except to love one another. And I thought that was a substance, but it was in me. Before my bank accounts changed, before everything got paid off, The substance was inside me, and I just knew it, that I knew it, that I knew it, that I knew it. That's what substance is. It's on the inside of you. And what happens when you walk, you know, like when you walk by faith, it shapes the way you walk. The things we do and the things we do not do are shaped by that substance on the inside of us. So instead of like buying something that I can't afford, all of a sudden, because of that substance, I'm not buying it. Okay, it, 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 it changes the way we walk. It modifies our behavior. It brings us into line with the destiny of the substance that's on the inside of us. And yeah, and I did get free from my personal debt in years to come. But that started with the substance. So we want to get faith 
because we can expect miracles to happen. You know, during a fast, uh, quite a few years ago now, I had a vision of my mother surrendering her heart to God. It came to me during a fast. It was just such a clear picture. But I knew it planted a substance in me because before that, I would have never even thought I could invite my mother to church. Seriously, she's very anti-church. I thought there's just no way she'd ever come anyway. But when I got that substance on the inside of me, that happened on a Thursday. My mother wasn't arriving from New Zealand till the Friday. So I invited her on the Friday. She came on the Sunday and she gave her heart to Jesus on the Sunday night. See, that's what happens when you get the substance on the inside of you. Expect miracles to happen. See, as we see it, as we speak it, it becomes a reality in the future. So keep walking by faith and you will see your miracle come to pass. So back to that scripture again. Faith, and our faith is a substance of things hoped for. Hope, it means I'm looking forward to it. It doesn't mean I hope it's going to happen. That's not what that hope means in that. It means it's believes it is going to happen. It's that kind of hope. And then the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Evidence is usually something that you see. And I love court shows, you know, and when you go into a court, they go, okay, show us your evidence. I mean, if you've got nothing, they say, see you later, baby, because you've just lost. But, but, that, but that's what evidence is about. Usually evidence you can see. But we're talking about evidence of things not seen. But it's something that, you know, you might not see it with your natural eyes, but you can see it with your imagination. Faith has eyes. Faith has eyes. Not natural eyes. Faith has eyes on the inside here. That substance is there, and then it has eyes. Just like I saw my mother giving her heart to Jesus. I saw it. It was a picture. Faith has eyes. And it can see the future. It can see what isn't right here in the physical right now. But it keeps us going through disappointments. It keeps us going through trials. It keeps us going through discouragement. It keeps us going through setbacks. That's what faith is. Isn't that amazing? Faith is an incredible thing. So how can uh, you have authentic faith? I've just got two points here. The first one is a faith praise. Yeah, faith praise. In Mark eleven twenty four, 24, this is Jesus speaking. He said, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. He says, when you pray, ask. Don't live with burdens and worries. Don't, don't walk around with, oh, no, no, no. Like, ask God to lift your burdens. Ask God to release you from debt. Ask God to protect your family. Ask God to heal your body. Whatever it is. Ask God, ask him. I know that uh, I used to have big trouble, like problems, asking anybody for anything. I was brought up that way, you just don't ask. So it took me a long time to think, I think it was a, a, you know, a self-worth thing as well, that you know, who am I to ask? God loves you. He's made you worthy. You are righteous in him. You can ask him. You can ask him for anything. He is amazing because he loves you. Do you know, I, uh, I, it was my birthday last week. Happy birthday to me. But uh, probably a month before that, I had, this, I had a picture in my mind. I thought, wow, I'm going to go to Mimco and I'm going to get one of those little black 
pouch things. It's going to be like awesome. And it's going to go with my awesome dress. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I go to Mimco. I'm looking at the black pouches. And I think, oh, is that one, that one? And I thought, I'll come back. I forgot. And I went home. I'm like, oh. So I get home. I mean, I didn't speak to a soul about this. Not at all. It was just something I thought about. Didn't speak to anyone. Went home and I uh, think, right, I can't be bothered going back to the plaza. I'm just going to order it online. So I go online. I'm looking. I'm thinking, oh, oh, should, that one. Oh, oh, oh. And then something happened and I didn't end up ordering it. Oh, my goodness. Then it got to my birthday and someone gave me one. I'm not kidding. A black Mimco pouch. Do you know what? God will give you the desires of your heart. He cares about everything. You might think that's a little thing. No, that's a big deal. It just proves to me that God loves me so much. He wants to fulfill the desires of my heart. He loves you. He will fulfill the desires of your heart. He does, because he knows. He knows your every desire. I can't say that I got on my knees and really prayed for it. No, I didn't. I could have just gone and bought one. But I've got to tell you, it's much better when it comes like that, because I think only my God can do that. Even though it came through a person, I know it came from God. How cool is that? He's amazing. Because we should expect miracles to happen. Yeah. All right. Back to asking. That's right. Ask God. Ask God. Whatever it is, ask him. He wants to hear. He wants to know. He already does know, but he wants you to ask. Ask him. See, the greatest tragedy is not unanswered prayer, but unasked prayer. It's when we don't ask. Like in James 4.2, it says, you have not because you ask not. So I had to kick myself out of that thing about like, hey, you are worthy to ask. You can ask God for anything. He loves you. He, he, loves, he loves those birds and everything. He loves you hell of a lot more, I reckon. Like, come on. Like, go, Jesus. So, <laughs> and then it says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them. Believe. We have to believe what we pray. There's no point in praying for breakthrough in your finances, for example, and then straight afterwards going, you know what? I'll never get out of debt. You, you can't do that. You can't go, oh, God, help me. Oh, you know, I'm believing. I'm believing. And then like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm believing. I'm believing. Oh, I'm just going to spend something else that I shouldn't have. No. No. Believe. You've got to believe. And your actions have to, your actions show your belief. They really do. So we ask and we believe. And Psalm 37, 4, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Uh, I had a desire to go to New York. Uh, and actually, I'll have my little picture, please. This is one of my dream boards from way back. Where is it? So you can see the Statue of Liberty there, Times Square. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to New York. It was a desire in my heart. You can take it down. I had this desire. I want to go to Times Square. I want to go to the Statue of Liberty. I want to go to New York. I had no money. But I'm thinking, I really want to go. I want to go to New York. Come on, Jesus. That's why it's on my bed. I'm praying like, I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to stand uh, beside, you know, at the front of the Times Square like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At any time of day, I'm going to... Go to the city that does not sleep. I love that idea. And then a friend, and, and then anyway, I, I actually got the finances to go. And while that was happening, a friend of mine said, hey, I'm going to be in America at the same time, but I'm going to be in South Carolina. I'm going to a conference there. Why don't you come 
to the conference with me, and I'm thinking like, man, I'm on holiday. Seriously. I'm, a, I'm not a God seeker on holiday. Just kidding. Ah, had you there. No, no, no. So, so I'm like, I'm like, so I prayed about it like, God, you know, do you really want me to go to this conference? Yeah. Do you really want me to go to this conference? And, and I got a big yes. I'm thinking, well, if I'm going, you better like blow my mind because seriously, I'm on holiday and uh, like I'm expecting miracles to happen though. I'm thinking, well, okay, I'm asking. Okay, if I'm going to that, blow my mind, blow my mind. So anyway, I get there. I, I, get, I, I still go to New York. I go to New York, then I fly to South Carolina to be with my friend and God opened, he opened financial doors for me. I met lots of uh, friends there so that I could go on the trip, that is. I met lots of friends at the conference. It was amazing. And I'm thinking, wow. And there were different prophets there from all over America. And one of them gets up to talk and says, this is the most unusual word that God has given me. I got the name of the person that it's for on the 31st of the 10th. This is 2017, in October. She got the name. This was the next year, 2018. I got the name on the 31st of the 10th, uh, 2017. And then I got woken up on Valentine's Day on the 14th of the 2nd, 2018, with the rest of the word. It is a significant word for this person at this conference. And uh, because God wants you to tell you, wants me to tell you how much he loves you. That's why he gave me the rest of it on Valentine's Day. I'm, th- I'm like, wow, somebody must really love. I mean, there's hundreds, probably over a thousand people at this co- conference. I'm like, wow, gosh, God really loves that person. Who's that person? Who's that person? And then she gets up and she goes, it's for Teresa. Like, did he blow my mind? Yes, he did. Because you can expect miracles when you're in the presence of God. You can expect miracles. That word was not only encouraging, but it was a confirmation of a dream that God had given me. God is amazing. He will astound you. He will astound you. He's incredible. Oh my gosh, I just, can I say it? He is a, he is a God who loves us so much. He loves you. His thoughts about you are like the sands on the seashore. He loves you. He loves us. Anyway, that was such a great word. So yeah, he blew my mind, asked for it, and it happened. He did. But the crazy thing about that, I'll never forget it because he knew I was going there before I did. God does go before us. When she got my name, I didn't even have the money. When she got the rest of it, I'd, I'd just booked my tickets. I hadn't decided whether I was going to the conference. Do you see how God moves? So faith prays. Yeah, he does. Man, I wouldn't miss Powerhouse Conference for the world because his presence will be there. And just my second point quickly, faith seeks God. We need to be hungry for the things of God. We don't want to just go through the motions. We want to be hungry for God. I'm hungry right now. No, but I am. I'm hungry for God. (laughs) All this fasting. But yeah, I'm hungry for God. I feel a little bit hypo, but I get like that when I fast, you know, so that's, that's a great thing. But in Hebrews 11:6 it says, "But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder 
of those who diligently seek him. Seeking is an action word. It's active engagement with God. It doesn't happen on its own. And in Psalm 144, it says, Praise the Lord who is my rock. He trains my hands for war and gives my fingers skill for battle. Living by faith isn't always warm and fuzzy. We can find ourselves in a spiritual battle. Training is essential to developing your faith in the supernatural. When you seek God, He will train you. That's what He says. He, he trains your hands for war and gives your fingers skill for battle. So commit to training. And that's coming to church. What you're doing here, being at our prayer meetings, coming to conference, you know, maybe being an intern, Bible college, all those things. Seek God. Faith prays, faith seeks God. Wow. Just close your eyes. I'd love to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you that you see every heart here. And I thank you, Lord, that wherever you are, we can expect miracles to happen. I thank you, Father, that you know each person's heart and what they're asking for during this time of prayer and fasting. Father, I pray that you will breathe on them. Breathe on them. Breathe on them. Bring them to life in Jesus' name. Father, that substance that's on the inside of them, Lord, I pray that it will come into the physical being, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you develop our faith. You grow us in faith, that we can call upon you at all times. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you.